I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're going to talk about today is fragrances and perfumes and, and, and uh, hairsprays and things that have odors to them because so many of these things are toxic and you don't know it. And the reason I want to do this show is I was in an Uber the other day. I was up in New York. I was visiting some family and I, I took a you know, ride share and I got in a car and the car stunk. It was just had, had perfumes and air fresheners and stuff stuck in the little vents. and It was blowing out and it was just horrendous. Now, I'm real sensitive to smells and chemicals. Um, and so I was in there and it was, gosh, probably a 45 minute ride. And I was just dying. And I thought if this person knew how toxic these chemicals are, they wouldn't be doing it. Well, I hope they wouldn't be doing it. But a lot of people think, well, I want my car to smell nice. I want to make my house smell nice. I want to make sure I smell nice. We have patients all the time come in our offices. I had one the other day. And he had so much, uh, I don't know if it was a dryer sheet or some type of smelly uh, detergent that he used, and it just stunk. And when you first walk in, it's a pleasant smell. Oh, it smells like flowers, artificial flowers. And the more I talked to the guy, the more I was like, I can't even breathe. And the guy had anxiety and he had headaches. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you may be a chiropractic patient. You may have pinched nerves. You may have a, a food reaction. But I'm going to bet if you change the way you clean your clothes, a lot of these problems are going to go away. And so as the, the second visit came around, I, I discussed that with him. So a lot of the things you're doing every day are toxic. Perfumes, hairsprays, um, uh, carpet cleaners, uh, sprays that you spray on things to cover up smells. And these toxic chemicals could be the reason why you're having some of your healthcare issues. We're going to talk about some healthcare issues that might be related to these a little later on in the show. But as we go through this, many of you are going to have an aha moment, as we do with every one of our shows. People have an aha moment and they go, oh, well, that makes sense. Now I understand why I have headaches because I have a pinched nerve in my neck or why I have a numbness in my arm. I got in a car accident and uh, why I have digestive issues. My stomach is up against my diaphragm. And so every show we do, I have a goal. And my goal is to give you, the listener, an aha moment. Well, you can say that's why and so it makes sense. So perfumes are biggies. Now, it's not as bad as it used to be. I remember when I was younger, everybody wore perfumes and colognes, but now they're making a comeback which I'm not happy with. And they have these male sprays now that men spray themselves and uh, you walk out and you're supposed to be all sexy and the women are supposed to be all turned on by it. In reality, that doesn't work. And the reason is this. Your body produces something called pheromones. Pheromones are chemicals that everyone has an individual smell about them. Now, many times it's not noticeable, but you produce a pheromone, I produce a pheromone, uh, you know, Jerry, my, my, uh, my cameraman produced a pheromone, Sierra, my board operator, she produced a pheromone. And we all produce pheromones and certain people are attracted to different pheromones. Did you ever walk in a room and just say, I just really like this person. We're gonna get along great, we hit it off. A lot of that has to do with pheromones. We call it chemistry, but it's chemistry. It's smell chemistry. So people produce pheromones, sometimes they're just neutral. Sometimes you like somebody, sometimes you don't like somebody. Did you ever meet someone, as soon as you met them, go, I just don't like this person. Many times it's because of the pheromones. So if you're putting on colognes and sprays and, and, and scented body baths, this is going to cover up your pheromones. So it may be a pleasant smell initially. However, you're really not, you're covering up your true, your true self in a weird way. So the pheromones are really important and you don't want to cover those up. So is perfume a poison? And the answer is yes. 
You spritz a little perfume of cologne daily as a ritual. A lot of you do that. Uh, not to mention a vast majority of you personal, use personal care products, shampoo, lotions, deodorants. They can turn fragrances. And those fragrances on their own can be toxic. Now, there's a dirty little secret that the fragrance industry would rather you don't know about, but I'm going to tell you today because everybody likes secrets, right? There's extreme toxicity in a lot of these products, and they're hidden behind their pleasant scents. And they're typically chemicals linked to things like hormone disruption, reproductive problems, even cancer. I have patients come to us all the time, and they're very sick. First time listening, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Uh, I'm board certified in chiropractic, orthopedics, pain management. I'm double board certified in nutrition, a BS in nutrition, retired dietitian, award-winning author. I have a radio show that I believe is the number one health and wellness radio show in the world right now. And I've been in practice 34 years. So we have patients come to us all the time from all over the world. And some are really sick and they're wearing cologne. And one of the first things I have to tell them is, you got to cut out this cologne. Maybe it's a shampoo that they're using. Maybe it's a deodorant that they're using. you got to cut these chemicals out because they affect your hormones, they affect your immune system, and like we said, it can even lead to things like cancer. Now, you could very well be sacrificing your health just by wearing something as simple as cologne or, or perfumes, and I don't want you to do that. Now, I caution against using any synthetic perfume or cologne or any other synthetic fragrances in their body care products. Uh, also, they're almost always loaded with synthetic chemicals, and they've been linked, like I said, cancer, reproductive organs, allergies. I'll tell you a little story. I've told this story before. Uh, I was on a date one time. I met this gal. Uh, we met at a party. We exchanged phone numbers. I gave her a call. I took her out. I was so excited. She was pretty, um, and she, she had a lot. we had a lot in common. And I was excited, and I picked her up, and she got in my car, and she just stunk like perfume. And I'm thinking, all right, come on, Joe. Calm down. Don't ruin this thing. And as we're driving, my sinuses start swelling up, and my nose starts dripping, and my eyes start itching. And about 20 minutes into it, I said, listen, I'm really sorry. I said, I, I, can't, I can't go out with you tonight because the perfume is really killing me. And, of course, she was all apologetic. And we did go out a few more times after that. Uh, but the perfume was just overwhelming. And I've, we've all been in this situation, I would think, you're stuck in an elevator, maybe a coworker. In my case, patients, when I have to adjust patients, and they, they have the perfume on. And it's not just annoying, it's actually toxic. Now, the FDA uh, actually has direct authority to regulate these harmful chemicals that are in cosmetics and personal care products. But unfortunately, my opinion is they don't exercise it the way they should. When you see the word fragrance on a personal care product or on the label, read that as hidden chemicals. So fragrance is a term, I'm going to explain it to you in a second. It's a loophole in the FDA's federal law that lets manufacturers uh, make things like shampoo, lotion, a body wash, include nearly any ingredient in their products under the name of fragrance. So if they put it under fragrance, it's, a, it's, a, it's their own recipe, and they won't expose it to you. So companies that manufacture personal care products are required by law to list the ingredients that they use but the fragrances and the trade secret formulas are exempt. So they have to list the ingredients and then they hide these things under the word fragrance or parfum, P-A-R-F-U-M, you may see that. So what does this mean to health conscious people like you and like me? When you purchase a fragrance, it can contain up to 3,100 uh, 3, or so stock chemicals used in the fragrance industry. Now that exact blend in most products you buy is virtually impossible to ascertain because each company has their own little mixture. They have their special scent. Smells like a, uh, I don't know, a rock star or a celebrity. And I don't know if it smells like them, but it's named after them. And so what happens is they're not going to tell you what it is because they don't want their competitor to say, oh, we're going to take this formula, mix it up, and, and create the exact same formula. Uh, 
Now, laboratory tests commissioned by uh, the Campaign for Safe Cosmetics, as a fun group you probably hang around with, they found a total of 38 chemicals not listed in labels on the 17 leading name brand fragrances. Now, don't think just because you're using high-end fragrances, you're not getting these harmful chemicals. Chances are you are. The average fragrance, not just high-end, but average fragrance across the board, contained 14 chemicals that were not disclosed on the label, that were not disclosed uh, anywhere, actually. And uh, there were 15 that were only actually listed. So they listed 15, but they had a lot more that weren't even listed. And that's a lot of fragrances and chemicals. Among them, they're, like I said, we're associated with hormone disruption, allergic reactions. Uh, in many instances, they do not have to be assessed for safety for personal care products. So they can just throw anything in there and say, oh, it's okay. So let's talk for a second about the hormone disruptors and how harmful they are to your body. Now, if you listen to my shows before, I've talked a lot about hormone disrupting chemicals. Now, what they do is they get in the body and many times they act like a hormone. One of the most common one is a, a estrogen compound. It's an estrogen-like compound that gets into your system and acts like estrogen. Now, we all have estrogen, we all have testosterone, we all have our hormones, but as an adult, we probably don't need any more estrogen. We've got plenty. And so we're putting these hormone-disrupting chemicals into the body. Estrogen causes cell growth. And what happens if we continue these cells to grow without being checked? We have abnormal cell growth. That can be linked to cancer. That's what cancer is, abnormal cell growth. So if you have too much estrogen, estrogen can feed certain types of cancers, and estrogen causes you to lay down fat. Fat produces estrogen which causes you to lay down fat. And that's why it's so hard to lose weight when you're fat. And it's a funny time. You, of course, you only want to lose weight when you're fat. Now, I used to be fat, so I can say the F word. So when you're fat, your body has estrogen. Estrogen counteracts testosterone. Now, gentlemen, this is important to us because it, and women too, it's your sex drive hormone. But it also builds muscle. And when I say muscle, not just your biceps and your triceps. How about your heart? Your heart's a muscle. How about your colon? Your colon's a muscle. Okay, your blood vessels. So if you start disrupting the hormones in the body, it can affect how your body functions. I'll use my father in his example. He's passed away, and it's the story of why he passed away. He had a heart condition all his life. He had a rheumatic fever as a child. It was never taken care of. And that's why, in this case, he probably would have done very well with medical care. But he grew up in a family of 10, a big family in, in, in Jersey City, New Jersey. And they didn't go to doctors. So he had a rheumatic fever, and rheumatic fever spread to his heart, weakened his heart muscles. So he always had a weak heart, and his heart actually got bigger. I remember his x-rays. Um, as a chiropractor, of course, I looked at his x-rays. And his heart took up almost one side of his, of his chest. It was so big. Because as an organ gets weaker, it gets bigger. The pancreas, the heart, the thyroid. If an organ is struggling to keep doing its job, it'll just get bigger. One of the things the body does, which is amazing. So anyway, he gets a test done. This was, what, 14 years ago, I guess, 15 years ago. And they said, you, ha you might have the early signs of possible prostate cancer. Might have possible blah, blah, blah. So the doctor said, we're going to give you an injection that's going to lower your testosterone levels. And your testosterone is the thing that's feeding that this potential maybe might have cancer. And we're going to give you this injection. Now, the hair is going to fall off your chest. You're going to have no sex drive. Your, um, your muscles are going to get weak. But we might possibly stop something that might be going on, but we're not sure if it's going on or not. They gave him the injection. About three months later, actually a few weeks later, he fell off the couch, he died. His heart stopped. So I did some research, and it said clearly on this drug that altered his hormones, do not give this to people with heart conditions. Why? Lower testosterone. Testosterone causes the muscle in the heart to beat. I was livid. My father died. I was very sad. 
And so I talked to my mother about it, and she didn't want to do anything about it, so I respected my mother's wishes. However, that was just stupid. Now, here's a drug that's affecting your hormones, but you're doing it every single day on a lower level. I'm not saying it's the same level as the drug, but you're altering your hormones by taking in these artificial chemicals. Now, the Federal Fair Packaging and Labeling Act, it was 1973, requires cosmetic companies to list ingredients on the labels, but it exempts fragrances, leaving consumers in the dark about what's in those products. Now, the fragrance industry is allowed to regulate itself. Is that ever a good idea? Usually not. Trade associations, known as the International Fragrance Association, the association is responsible for conducting safety tests to determine the ingredients and if they're safe for the use in their own industry. But this association has not evaluated the majority of chemicals that they're using. Ah! According to the Campaign for Safe Cosmetics report, 66% of secret chemicals and 19% of the listed chemicals found in the products tested have not been assessed for safety in humans. The term fragrance under US law means a combination of chemicals that gives a perfume or cologne its distinct scent. Now, these ingredients might be derived from petroleum or raw natural minerals, but they may be produced synthetically. Perfume manufacturers typically produce fragrance mixtures from, co from companies that specialize in developing fragrances and they combine them themselves to create that unique scent. So they're buying the ingredients and mixing it together. It's this chemical combination that's typically kept protected as that trade secret, while other chemicals in the products like solvents, stabilizers, preservatives, dyes, uh, UV absorbers, you know, for, for sun, uh, may be listed on the label. So what's a typical fragrance actually made of? Some of the common chemicals, let's talk about them. Parabens. If you see the word paraben on anything, I wouldn't recommend using it. It's a preservative known to interfere with hormone production and release phthalates. Phthalates, another synthetic preservative that's carcinogenic and linked to things like reproductive issues like decreased sperm counts, early breast development, uh, birth defects, uh, liver issues, kidney damage, synthetic musks is another word you might see, musk. These are linked to hormone disruptions and are thought to persist and accumulate in breast milk, body fat, umbilical cords, and even in the environment. So if you've got asthma, you need to be especially careful. Fragrance formulas are considered to be at the, among the top five known allergens. What's the number one food allergen? If you've listened to my show before, dairy products. What's number two? Wheat. So a lot of people come to my office and say, Dr. Joe, I have allergies, I have runny nose, I have baggy eyes, I have gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, itchy skin, whatever it is. And I'll say, okay, step number one, we gotta give up dairy. Number two, we gotta give up wheat. And they do that and they say, Doc, I'm so much better. You're a miracle worker. Well, no, I just know what to tell you. But then what they do is they say, Doc, I'm still having some problems. And then I'll say, do you wear perfume? Yes. Do you wear scented deodorants? Yes. Do you wear scented, use scented shampoos? Yes. Do you use air fresheners in your house? Yes. In your car? Yes. You gotta stop that too. Because I can give you the best advice in the world, but you have to take some responsibility as well. Now, known allergens, like in, in these uh, chemicals that we're talking about, can trigger asthma attacks. The same kind of chemicals are often used in fragrances that are used in cleaning products, scented candles, air fresheners. You want to avoid the unpleasant side of fragrance-free products too, but the labels may say unscented, but that means the manufacturer actually added another fragrance to mask the original smell. So as your doctor, and I want to be your doctor, my team of doctors want to be your doctors, we want to get you well. We want to get your nervous system working properly because we're chiropractors, we work on the nervous system, we're really good at it. We want to get your digestive system working and we want to make sure you're eating the right foods. Those are the things that we teach you, but then you have to take some responsibility about your environment.
I couldn't control the fact that when this, this driver picked me up for the rideshare and his car stunk because had all these fragrances in there, I guess I could have got out. But I took the ride, opened the window, struggled through it, wasn't happy. I can't control the fact if I'm sitting in traffic driving to the studio and there's cars in front of me emitting exhaust. I can't control that. But I can control the things I have in my house and the things I put around me. So think about this. What can you do to get well and stay well? I want to get you on a health care plan, not an insurance plan. You probably have an insurance plan, but that's not a health care plan. Insurance plan just pays for health care. Health care is what you get. So if you have a health problem, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, if you've ever been in a car accident ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. You can have up to six months before the symptoms show up. So if you've been in a car accident, if you have a health care problem, acid reflux, heartburn, pain, make an appointment to come see us. Stop suffering needlessly. Every day, every hour, patients come in one of our offices and say, doctor, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't somebody tell me about this sooner? I hear it every, it, it's almost comical. I'll, I'll say to my staff, how many times are you going to hear that today? Oh, five times, 10 times, eight times. So if you have an issue, come see us. Stop suffering. You can make an appointment. Go to our website, drjoe.com. Now, in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. If you're outside the Atlanta area, because I know this show goes all over the world, you can always set up a time where we can do a phone consultation if you'd like. And you can call the staff. We can discuss that with you. We do Skype or phone consult. And we can talk about the things you need to do to get well and stay well. And if you have any questions, you can send them to me through the website as well, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. And we have over 1,000 hours of podcast, audio and video. This show is on there, as a matter of fact. We're putting it on tomorrow. Uh, this show is on there, uh, over 1,000 hours. We have a blog that I do. Sign up for our newsletter. Give us your email address. We send out newsletters with a lot of good information. Sometimes we have specials on our supplements. Um, so the website's a really good source of information, drjoe.com. Speaking of supplements, let me cover that too. The minimum amount of nutrients you should be taking in every day is Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're two powders. They taste great. They're, I mix them together, shake them up with a, some coconut milk, ramen milk. I drink it at least once a day. Now, if I need some extra energy, if I have to do a lot of radio shows or TV shows, I got a bunch of lectures, a busy day with patients, I'll then take a double dose, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Tastes great. Prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, a complete multivitamin, uh, fruits and vegetables. It uh, alkalizes the system. I created it so that it would solve most of your healthcare problems. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, those are on the website as well, drjoe.com. And if you come by our offices, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge, you can save the shipping costs. We, I don't care if I pay the post office or not. But I want to get you well. And today we're talking about fragrances and things that you can do to avoid uh, having problems. So fragrances impact more than just you. Now, you've probably gotten a headache at some time sitting next to somebody who doused themselves with perfume. You might feel dizzy, nauseous, irritable, confused, fatigued due to fragrances at your coworkers. These are signs you're likely having a chemical issue with these fragrances. And it's more common than you think. So many people come to us and we do something simple as get them off their perfumes and they say, Doc, I have more energy. I never considered that before. I had a uh, roommate one time, her name was Kay, wonderful gal. And she was so nice, she used to do my laundry for me. And she'd wash my clothes and put them in a dryer, dry it and fold it for me. I'd go to the, the, the wash machine, it was all folded. And it was wonderful. And I noticed, I never put it together until after a few weeks, I started itching. And then I thought, what's different in my life? When did the itching start? It started when Kay became my roommate, this many, many years ago. And she was using dryer sheets. Now, she was doing it to be nice, and I certainly appreciate her kindness. But one day, I went down, and I got the laundry out, and I found the dryer sheet. So I said, please don't use dryer sheets. She said, okay. Itching went away. 
So when you have skin rashes, eczema, psoriasis, uh, just itchiness, swelling, redness, pimples, consider cutting out those chemicals from your laundry because those, those things are touching your body all over the place. So it, that's, some, that's a, a example of where someone else was using a fragrance that affected me. So if someone else wears a fragrance, it not only possesses health risks to them, but also to the people around them. Now, who's going to be exposed to the scent and whether they like it or not is another issue. You know, you may come into work and somebody, and they may wear a cologne or something you like, but some people don't. I remember the first time years ago, I was taking ballroom dancing lessons. And it was Tuesday night, and Tuesday night was open dance night. And there was a, an older woman there. She must have been in her 80s or something. And on Tuesday night, she just decked herself out. She looked so nice. And every time I got to dance with her, she smelled like roses. And I said, politely, I said, bye, you smell very lovely. And she said, that young man is T-Rose. So I said, T-Rose, never heard that before. So I looked it up, and it's a perfume, okay? And I liked it. However, every time I danced with her, my eyes would itch. So I said, what can we do about this? So there, you can use essential oils. I'm going to talk about them a little later. Essential oils can give you those, those fragrances that are much cleaner and more natural than the ones you like, as the, as the ones you like, without the negative side effects. So you can, uh, the good news is I got to go to a break pretty soon. So I want to let you know in the second half, we're going to talk about things you can do to freshen up your house, freshen up your car, freshen up yourself that are non-toxic and can actually be good for you. Now, fragrances are everywhere. They're added to medication, inhalers, sports creams, furniture polish, dental floss. How many of you use wax dental floss? Raise your hands. Did you know that they have chemicals in there that act like estrogen to make it waxy? And they can, that's why you can get natural ones, by the way. They're more expensive. But the commercial wax dent, dental floss, you slide it in between your teeth. The teeth are very thin. The membranes are right there. The chemicals can be absorbed right into your blood system. And also a dentist told me don't use wax dental floss because it, it slides over the, over the plaque. You want to use unwaxed un, uh, un, un to get the plaque off better. And that's the kind I use. Nail polish. How many times have you ever been to a, walk past a place that does nail polish or they do nails or the people that work there? The chemicals they're absorbing are unbelievable. So you got to be careful with that. Even paper, disposable razors, uh, construction materials like paint and varnish. How many times you walk into a new house and you go, ooh, that new house smell. It's toxic. New car smell. Toxic. Gasoline smells, of course. Toxic. Now, you've seen on the labels. You'll see the word fragrance. Got to go back to that again. You may not have thought much about that word. But you're about to have your eyes opened as we start going through this and, op and realize what this is. Now, as well as a host of medical problems that it causes and why it's best avoided, uh, we're going to talk about some of the conditions that may be related to them. Now, Marilyn Monroe, anybody old enough to remember Marilyn Monroe? She was famous for saying she wore nothing to bed except Chanel number no. 5. And that was a real sexy thing that Marilyn Monroe said, kind of real bawdy back there in the 60s. But I'm here to tell you, belatedly, Marilyn, you probably shouldn't have been doing that. The word fragrance that you see on nearly 4,000 different, uh, has over 4,000 different meanings. And it can also be referred to, as we said, parfum. Fragrance uh, means pretty much anything. It's a catch-all term. Many toxic chemicals the manufacturers put in these products uh, are allowed to decline what's, they're allowed to decline what's listed there because it's, it's their proprietary blend. So fragrance can mean uh, an umbrella term for several different chemicals in the product. Again, none of which are required to be disclosed to the consumer. Only a few hundred of these thousand chemicals have even been tested for toxicity, and many of them are found to be toxic and present at an alarming uh, threat to your central nervous system. Now, as a chiropractor, of course, my team of doctors were worried about your central nervous system. These are just a few of the fragrances you might have. 
uh, uh, benzyl acetate is a known carcinogen. Uh, methylene chloride, known carcinogen and banned by our own FDA in the late 80s, but there's no regulation that exists due to the fragrance umbrella term. Limonin, known carcinogen. Many of these chemicals are from petroleum products. So we got a lot of issues coming up. Now I'm gonna have to take a break. When I come back, I'm gonna talk about the medical, product, medical issues that you might be having. And a lot of you are gonna go, oh, that makes sense. So you wanna clean up your life and you wanna simplify your life. So what does that look like? Your diet should consist mainly of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. I would say avoid the seven deadly sins or at least cut back on the seven deadly sins. What are the seven deadly sins you say? Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Most of you collectively said, my God, Dr. Joe, that's everything. I know that's everything, that's your whole diet. That's why you're sick. So alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener, cut that out. If you, don't, you need more information, go to my website, drjoe.com, and go under media, and we have a, an hour lecture we did on the seven deadly sins of nutrition, it's right there. We have a follow-up lecture that we did, it's an audio called, So What Can I Eat? From a structural standpoint, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, if one hip is higher than the other, if one shoulder is higher than the other, if you have headaches, if you're leaning forward, all these things can be pinching nerves. And if you have a pinched nerve, it can hurt. But 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. So you can have a pinched nerve and not know it. So when patients come to our office, I tell them all the time, our goal is not get you out of pain. Our goal is to get you well. We wanna fix the nerves that feel pain and the nerves that don't feel pain. We wanna fix your digestive issues. We wanna do nutritional work up on you. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, Go to my website right now, drjoe.com. You can make an appointment in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. My website, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.